1: Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, Kyle Riley, Roderick Strong and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby!
2: What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely gorgeous wife Marie! And you are going in SmackDown Live!
0: Hey, huh. this is going Nakamura. watch him Going In The Raw.
2: Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. And available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it on YouTube. If you're listening to us in the audio realm, do us a favor, leave us a rating, review, or a comment. It really does go a long way towards helping Going In Raw grow. Grow. Growing In Raw. The growth is important. To the future. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Man, we've got a bunch of reward tiers over there. We're going to be updating those once I get back from vacation. But everything's on hold until then, man. Pretty much everything. Uh, my brain is already out the door. It's already it's already in Edinburgh. Yeah. Edinburgh. My uh, niece is already over there. She's been Snapchatting various scenes from Edinburgh oh, you, and it just makes me jealous I'm like jelly, oh, huh? oh it's so jelly. gray over there you're getting super <laughs> jelly <laughs> In the urban areas is very gray yeah get out into the into the grassy areas it's, it's very it's, green it's very green and lush that's right and lush exactly uh, anyways we got a couple new patrons here to say hello to because uh, every patron gets a shout out yep yep Ethan Smith Joe Swan uh, and that's it Thanks so much Thank you for your support. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, man. Uh, do we get to talk about 205 Live? Because that was rad last no, night. No, I haven't watched it yet. Dang it. We got to wait still for tomorrow on that one? Yeah, that's right. What a bummer. Because I love 205 Live. It's like my favorite. They have this thing called Long Term Stories. That's really cool.
1: I like how you've, like... Oh, i flipped. You had totally. Yeah. Like, even just, like, three weeks ago. Yeah, 205 lie. That's the first one to cut. Yeah,
2: I know. You know what's changed? Is that, like, the canelluses are so awesome right now. Yeah. And they've even made Jack Gallagher cool again. Yeah. And then Drew Gulak as champion is great. Like, they even, freaking Nigel, even last night at 205, saw, 205 said, everybody needs to kneel before Drew. That's pretty cool.
1: He knows that he's on. Yeah, he knows he's on.
2: Oh, odd. man. Anyway, we're going to talk about SmackDown today. That's what we're going to do today. Two out of three. Uh, Two out of three falls SmackDown. What's, we were just saying. We were just saying that they can't be shoehorning. They're going to have to come up with creative ways to do. So so as we all know now, Vince doesn't want wrestling during commercials. And so they're devising, they're concocting a bunch of ways to ensure that happens so all wrestling matches basically have to fit into the segments between commercials yeah and we had heard that there's going to be more elimination matches because then they can reset the match or restart the match and of course two out of three falls Falls match in between falls you can have a commercial yeah well last night we saw just how creative they're going to get with well, this. Well, here's
1: the thing. The one with Dolph and Kofi, I didn't mind, especially when Dolph, you know, though erroneously framed uh, Kofi's win at Stompy ground is cowardly. Mm-hmm. Like him jumping out of the ring with the doors open.
2: Yeah, it didn't it, make any sense. It's not it, cowardly. It make, no, it didn't it's make It's actually sense. incredibly smart. There's not, there's, there isn't there is a lick of logic to his... No, to his, nonetheless. Yeah, but that's fine. N- none of Using his... Using that as... His, his return motivation has no logic. Yeah, Go ahead.
1: Anyways, you... If you accept Dahl's logic, then the two out of three falls stipulation makes sense. Sure, okay, yeah. That one's fine. That one yeah. didn't bother me.
2: And it's a main event level thing. Totally. It's like the last it's, 30 minutes. Exactly. It's,
1: it's totally it's stipulation for their blow-off match, whatever. Cool. Mm-hmm. I, I can get on board with that, even with Dahl's illogical and flimsy uh, rationale for it.
2: If you know nothing about the commercial aspect of
1: things, you go in that, oh, wow, two out of three yeah. falls, cool. As okay. so long as they don't say restart the match at any point during uh, the televised broadcast, you can you can just get along with it. Mm-hmm, it's fine. Yeah, It's the Elias one. No reason for that. Oh, my. And it was right on the tail. I know of them announcing the other one. Here's what all they needed to do was announce the match. Single fall. Shane comes down with Elias as it is. Right before the match starts, the whole stuff with Shane and Elias beating the hell out of uh, Miz. Mm -hmm. Just do that for a segment. I know. Go to commercial. Come back. The rest like, Miz, are you okay? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm fine. And then have the match. Yeah, I know. You don't need the... uh, I know. Mm. I know, man. Uh. I know, and then you actually get some baby face heat on Miz. I know, like real baby face heat. You actually have a real match. Yeah, I know. It's it, so it, damn frustrating. It's it's
2: just it's just, just we honestly. It's just I I, I texted you this last night. I don't know. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just going too far with it, but I do. Well, you're doing a complete 180 in a lot of points. Part of, of me, part of me does wonder. <laughs> well, no, what about this one? Oh, we continue your thought. Well, this what I, I think it is. What I was gonna say was, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't even want to say it because it's like, like Vince is old. Mm-hmm. And I do. i I've said. I said this months ago. Like I was like, man. I, can we just fast forward to when things get really weird, and that's gonna be when Vince is so far beyond his faculties that like but he still he like on the outside he still sort of acts like a normal human but he's having such a mental capacity issue right now Well,
1: i think a lot of that is due to desperation ratings are in the garbage dude i don't know he has broadcast partners to appease i'm not saying solely because of that some of
2: this stuff is so out there sometimes
1: when you're desperate you don't think right you don't think logically you don't use common sense There's times when you're desperate and and you, you there's moments of inspiration
2: We've seen that we've seen Vince in desperate desperation mode before and yes. it's not this weird. It isn't this weird.
1: Oh, I'm not saying it's solely desperation, but I also not saying it's solely maybe because he's getting up there in years. I think that, it's a combination man, thereof. Yeah. It's a
2: mess. I think
1: he's a mess. You know the one that actually I might, think we're in the, I think it's going to get weirder. It's going to get weirder and then it's going to get step more down. bizarre. And like so we have this New Day Daniel Bryan Eric Rowan match. Yeah. That ends clean. And then there's some post-match uh, funny business going on with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn coming out, so heavy, heavy Machinery makes the save. Normal circumstances, that eight-man tag match would happen next week. <laughs> they do it again. And they do it right afterwards. Why do people have to keep on having multiple matches?
2: It's weird. I'm telling you, that's, it's weird. It is weird. It's
1: weird, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. All of this just means there's more bumps these wrestlers have to take. That's really, at the end of the I day, know. what it all means. I
2: know. It's, we're in uncharted territory, I'm telling you. Uncharted territory. This is weirder than fake diesel up, I, and fake. I woke fake up with a headache, and now I, I think that. this
1: is why I'm trying to process all this, and there it's was making some, my brain hurt.
2: There was some cool stuff. There was some. Uh, I mean, there's always cool. We had, stuff. Hey, We had. I, granted, one of them was only a minute fifty-three seconds. We had two women's matches. That was cool. That we had actually two women's vision matches. Yeah. Uh, one which was friggin' awesome, the Bailey Nikki Cross one. Yeah. That was awesome. And then we had we finally got a match with Ember Moon and Sony Deville. Yeah,
1: Mandy hadn't gotten involved. It was it was had to be really cool too.
2: Yeah, it could have been. I mean, but they had to fit it in two hey, minutes.
1: I think the the highlight show we saw Danello back in the ring.
2: Oh, I know he's I know. fine apparently. So that's I know. Good news. He was running around on that knee like so everything good. was fine. Hopefully I think that dude good. just
1: really good. You know, he's just I don't know, man. He's taking his his
2: job very seriously. He might have
1: got he might have got a little twisted up and.
2: Took precautions. Maybe it looked bad. And then finally somebody knocked on Alistair Black's door. So that was cool. Did you
1: hear who who was supposed to be, apparently? No. I right, won't we'll say anything then.
2: Write it, write it on the notes. I want to see.
1: Oh, I was I wasn't gonna say to keep you out of the loop. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Cool. Um Yeah, he was damn near euphoric when someone knocked on his door.
2: Yeah, I, and I like that too. We'll talk about that in a bit. The show kicked off with Shane McMahon. Uh a oh, hold on a second. I want to check this. Uh I'm going to check the community tab pull because I was kind of curious about that. I I usually don't really care about the SmackDown ones because SmackDown's usually like
1: Here, I can get, I can look it up. People right are up
2: just like whatever. But uh, I'm right there.
1: Last night's was so crazy.
2: Yeah, it was such a weird weird show. 11% yay, 12%
1: nay. So the nays and yays are virtually the same. The don't plan to watch is a- astronomically high for that SmackDown. That's massive. And that's an issue. Oh, another
2: new patron, James Shimo. Thank you. Thank you. you.
1: In between, 22%. Don't plan to watch. 48%. Almost half. Uh, 2,800
2: votes. 2,800 votes said Plus don't even plan to watch. People, because, again, it was very heavy on Raw recaps. Yeah, it was. And it's like, we saw hey, I saw Kofi Kingston on Raw making him, and then having him out on SmackDown just honestly makes it a little
1: less special. It does. It feeds into the storyline that he's maybe uh, pushing himself a bit too far, though. So that doesn't bother me.
2: Yeah. I don't know, man. I just, I look at it. I'm, I'm sort of, I don't know. It's so hard to look at things from a storyline perspective. Like I can look at the Ember Sony Deville stuff from a storyline perspective because it's like, they're just playing that straight up. It's great. Um, even the Nikki Cross Alexa bliss stuff, I think is totally fine. I think that's good. So much of it is so difficult to look at from a story perspective. Because just know, like, it's the WWE champion, Kobe Kingston. They're going to put him on both shows. Yeah, no, I, because... get that. I
1: get that. I don't think that him going on both shows is driven by story. I think they're they're coming up with a story to justify having him on both shows. But as long as the, mm-hmm. if yeah, the story yeah, yeah, they yeah. come up with is yeah. interesting and compelling, potentially. Then you're cool with it, yeah. Then I'm fine with it. Yeah. It's better that than not having any story at all. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Or a story that just rehashes the same stuff episode to episode, which so, this yeah. really didn't.
2: Uh, Shane started off the show uh, With the promo This was like a; It wasn't in ring he was, he was in his office Or something And he
1: had like, like Super red face Oh he tried to come up With a justification Or a rationale Why Undertaker showed up He says uh, Undertaker Or sorry Roman Reigns Essentially scared He knew he was outnumbered So he made a phone call To the dead man
2: Dead man talking
1: Which makes zero sense Yeah Like do better than that
2: You mean Undertaker doesn't have A cell phone Yeah <laughs> How would Roman summon The Undertaker But like Threw on a Ouija board, I'm assuming. Roman
1: and the and Undertaker are buddy
2: buddy. Oh, I'm sure there's a bond there. I see. I can. I can. I, you're right. Have anybody anybody being able to call up the Undertaker and say, "Hey, I'm gonna need." Roman Reigns calling up anybody for like a fight. I don't care how many. No, people there's he's one person on. he
1: can call up that by, and that's Seth Rollins. Yeah, that's Seth. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, or the Usos. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Anybody else? I don't buy it.
2: But on top of that, it's Roman. Like his thing is, hey, I'm gonna, I can beat up anybody. I don't my care my yard, how many people. And if he gets beat up, he doesn't really care. Yeah,
1: big dog, my yard. Yeah, he doesn't need backup. He doesn't need backup.
2: So I guess that's just Shane's flim. Like that's Shane trying to reach for answers. Maybe. What if Undertaker comes back and says, "No, Shane,
1: I came back here because you're an a
2: hole." <laughs> I've been trying to watch Ron Smackdown lately. It's insufferable because you're on it way too much. I tried to talk to your daddy about it, but he's crazy as shit. He keeps talking about StarCast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I told him, Vince, I didn't do that for you.
2: (laughs) Shut up. Just stop it. Anyway, he doesn't want him back because people are tired of you. And Miz tried to say the same thing and... Look at him. Anyways, uh, yeah, so Shane's pissed off. Yeah. And he warns the SmackDown Live roster not to do the same. Yeah. He was, like, in super mad mode, but then, like, later on... Like when he was going out to see Elias, he was all happy, happy, Shane. Yeah, like, hey man, let's hear those
1: jams. I know there was there was a lack of continuity there, character wise for Shane. Is he in a bad mood or not? <laughs> is he
2: in a bad mood or good mood? Or is it just the dulcet
1: tones of of Elias's uh, guitar that playing? That could be. That is could that what be. is that what reversed his spirits? It's like a baby. Could yeah, could be. Yeah, he's super grumpy. Needs his bottle, and then he hears a lullaby, and then he's peaceful mm-hmm. At peace. <laughs> Anyways, uh, to the ring we go. Uh, New day. Has, uh, gets to the ring, to start a promo. It was announced during during their trip down to the ring. Kofi versus Samoa Joe at Extreme Rules for the WWE Championship. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Uh, Kofi's on the mic. Uh, he says, "I have this match against Joe. Here's why." He throws the video package of Joe's attack. Comes back and he pretty much compares Joe to a shark. And he says, I'm trying not to let the shark swallow me whole.
2: Yeah, man. That's you don't a, beat yeah. Samoa Joe. You survive. Yeah. that's That was a really good. That was some good stuff. Yeah. I do wish that they had announced like the... I know that like half the roster is going off to the Japan show mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Joe was like tweeting from the airport or whatever. Oh, yeah. While everybody else was like, you know, burning it down on Twitter. He was like, this uh, airport gate is uh, sponsored by Hello Kitty, apparently. So is the
1: plane. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, Joe's the best. Yeah. So... uh but, so, like, they announced it on Twitter beforehand, and I'm like, I don't know. I know that's just, look, that's just the age we're living in. They just announce things via social media. It sucks the
1: drama out of it. Though. Yeah, it
2: does. It totally does.
1: I kind of feel like they could have used another week of build.
2: They could have had, like, yeah, like, an actual, like, confrontation between mm-hmm. Kofi and Joe. But I'm not going to complain about that. We got Kofi versus Joe at Extreme Oh, it'd be rules. great. That's Anyways, all it
1: what isn't so great is Dolph came out. <laughs> Whining, complaining again, uh... saying... You barely won. You took the coward's way out by yeah. jumping out the door. Should be me. To win. His face is so says, red the whole time. He I spoke to people backstage, and I get a match tonight against you. I spoke to Adam Pierce backstage. And if I win this match, I get added to the Kofi versus Joe match. Extreme rules to make it uh, Kofi versus Joe versus Dolph. And what's more, it's going to be two out of three falls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> hmm and that's it, setting up our main event for the night. And then we go backstage, there's Elias. Uh, he's jamming on his acoustic. Up walks the Miz. He wants a word with Shane.
2: Miz is in full Marine mode. Yeah, he's, he's super like, intense. Yeah, he's very intense. And he says, if you don't stop doing that, I'm going to shove that guitar up, up your Dark moon? side of the moon. Dark side of the moon, yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. At that point, Elias should have been... Dun, 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 dun. I that's our playing time. Oh, yeah, time, yeah.
1: Boom! Yeah, Wish You Were here's on a different, that's a different album. It's called Wish You Were Here. <laughs> what I just call it? No, he said Wish You Were Here is on a different album. I said, yeah, the album's called Wish You Were Here.
2: <laughs> oh, I was thinking of Shine On You Crazy Diamond. That song,
1: you here, that's too. on Wish You Were Here, too. That's like yeah. on Wish You Were Here, It's like the whole second side. Which one starts? Yeah, that I was Wish You Were Here. Okay, that one. Wish You Were Here. Shine On Shine You Crazy Diamond is. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Bam! Dun, 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 dun,
0: dun, dun, dun,
1: dun, At least I know how to play that song doo, 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 doo. <laughs> Oh man B・・. Weren't they both about Sid? The whole album's about Sid the whole Oh Here." Oh, well yeah. I think Dark Side of the Moon kind of is too it's Yeah About someone losing their mind Well I Wish You Were Here is how Because I guess the, he paid a visit to the studio While they were recording that album Sid did and he like had his head shaved Oh and, he was a mess Yeah he was a mess He was a total mess He was like fat too I think I think so yeah Yeah he was extra fat Yeah Yeah Boy some Good tunes there Yeah man Yeah <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Um, uh, Miss wants another match with Shane. Yes. Again, you said something to the effect of, I started this mess, I'm going to end it. So hopefully that means Miz, Shane, SummerSlam, putting in the Shane badness. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ms. leaves. Shane uh, exits his office um, to Elias wailing away in guitar solo because Elias started playing to kind of uh, block Miz out. Mm hmm. Shane's like oh man sweet jams Yeah he's all happy And then uh, Elias says hey Miz was here He wants a match with you And Shane says oh he wants a match maybe he'll get it tonight But first he's got to beat Elias Best two out of three falls match Best two out of three falls match So
2: uh, oh, maybe we can, can we just assume maybe that he was watching The Smackdown feed in the room In his office yeah. And he was like oh man two out of three falls We don't get that enough Well Dolph's talking about WWE
1: executives Who do you think he's talking about? Shane
2: He's in a two out of three falls mood yeah, yeah, I guess so.
1: Maybe that explains why he was so upset earlier, and now after hearing uh, Elias jam a little bit, he's happy. He's all about it. Two out of three moods. <laughs> two out of three moods. Yeah, two happy, one sad. Yeah, or two sad, one happy. Yeah. So that's set up for later. Uh, then we get a uh, tag match: New Day versus Daniel Bryan, Eric Rowan. Non-title, as I mentioned. Danilo the ref was out there, seemingly uh, just, just quick
2: on his feet. Not hurt at oh. all. No sell
1: on that knee. Yeah, it was great. Good this was a fun him. match too. Uh, Saw Woods pin Daniel Bryan after Up, Up, Down, Down. Um, And then uh, uh, Owens and Zayn come in. They attack the New Day. Rowan joins in. And then Heavy Machinery come out to make the save. And as I said earlier, a normal episode of SmackDown, uh, this would have been a match next week. However, this is a new era Mm -hmm. where wrestlers have to work even more. Mm -hmm. And now that eight-man tag match happens. Uh, now and They're like Well we have Daniel Bryan this week
2: So let's just use him a couple times
1: Yes So that match began um, There was this cool spot Where Rowan hits a superplex on Tucky uh, New Day break up the pin And then they proceed to eat The finishers of both Rowan and Daniel Bryan Biggie eats a knee plus Iron claw for Xavier Woods And then uh, uh, Sammy Zones Sammy Zones Sammy Zane's a legal man He's in there against uh, Otis And and Otis is working him over, and it's, for some reason, this really upsets Kevin Owens. Yeah, he's basically incredulous. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, "What the hell's going on here? Why are you getting worked over by this guy?" Yeah, it seemed to be his attitude. Well, Otis is kind of a clown, so I kind of feel him. Well, Sammy has—has uh, has Sammy even won a match? Did he come back? He had to. He loses all the time. Well, they won the tag match at the paper. Game. Okay, there you go. Kevin Owens got the pin there, though.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true.
1: Um, so Kevin Owens walks out.
2: Yeah, he yeah, he's off just walks the apron out. and walks yeah. out. Yeah.
1: I do kind of I can relate to that
2: <clears throat> I'd probably do that a lot If I was a wrestler Yeah maybe I'm you know It's like ah okay. I'm already uh, This isn't gonna work out I really don't wanna be involved In this anyway. <laughs> I'll <just> go Why <laughs> am I even here right now
1: yeah. And then uh, Tucky pins Sammy Zayn After Heavy Machinery Hits the compactor mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Might get a triple threat Tag match At Extreme Rules Get New Day Heavy Machinery Daniel Bryan And Rowan
2: hmm
1: Yeah Maybe Owens and Zane if they Maybe yeah Maybe Owens and Zane here. Yeah that'd be cool Four corner action Next, dot uh, WB.com video from Monday night of Nikki Cross and Alexa. And Nikki says, uh, I have a match against Bayley on SmackDown, and if I win it, you get a title shot. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Alexa seemed uh, not exactly horribly enthused about it mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Well, yeah, she just she doesn't get too enthused about
2: stuff. and I don't think
1: she's terribly confident that Nikki was actually going to win. Neither
2: was I, but man, she got that victory. That was cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, then we saw the Mustafa Ali video package again. He's a vigilante. Watching this again confirms in my mind, this is a complete WWE.com production. It wasn't shot on DSLR. It was shot on their standard video camera. It was not 24 frames.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I know. No, you're right. You're right. And it was like, it wasn't nearly as inherently well-filmed the framing was, like, too tight on people so as to not expose that they're, like, very clean. The exposure was, like, way weird, too. It was weird. It was just too, yeah, it was overdone.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It was just kind of cheesy. Mm-hmm. But hopefully they have something good for him. I just don't know how that's going to translate. Like, guy walking around judging people is going to translate. has got to be
1: vigilante. It's the only option. Really. But,
2: okay, here's the thing. Or is it just <clears throat> guy who moved into a bad neighborhood and he kind of regrets it? Because he's not doing anything. He didn't fix anybody's problem. Yeah. He's just walking around judging people.
3: in just a few taps because when it comes to getting the most out of your home you can do this when you angie that download the free angie mobile app today or visit angie.com that's a-n-g-i.com
2: talking about being a cop he's not a cop anymore so you would think he's a vigilante but vigilantes act
1: maybe this is the point before he needs that that inciting incident where he's compelled forced to act he's 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 walking amongst the world where where everywhere he turns he sees wrong happening he needs to
2: see like somebody getting stabbed for something him actually, like that yeah. but he
1: needs he is he needs that inciting incident where he takes action becomes batman
2: and what if somebody wants to have a 40 out there on the street god leave her alone why is she on your little short film mustafa ali she's just trying to party yeah she's trying to pre-party she's about to go to smackdown <laughs> <laughs>
1: She's getting the right mindset to sit through that stuff. (laughs) Exactly. He should be
2: like, man, I haven't on TV in ages. Can I get a a swig of that, please? I know. And then he's like, by the way, what's your name? Oh, he's married.
1: He can't do that. He's got his dark match with uh, Buddy Murphy.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, poor Buddy Murphy.
1: Her is really good, though. Oh, wait, they actually did that last night? The dark match, Oh, yeah. man, that was probably good. Yeah, it was probably awesome. Too bad we can't see that on hey, TV. Hey, but you know
2: what? We saw the dark match, uh, Shinsuke versus Finn.
1: Yeah, we saw that play out on TV.
2: And that's on TV now. Maybe Buddy Murphy will finally be on. Maybe Buddy Murphy's going to be the first guy who's, like, stabbing somebody, and then Ali stumbles upon him, and Could they be. have a when series of Maybe they take it literally
1: where, you know, Buddy Murphy was the juggernaut of mm-hmm. 205 Live. He comes out dressed as X-Men's juggernaut.
2: Oh, that's good, yeah. Could what be. character, then, would Mustafa Ali be? I mean, he had to be, uh, would it be Wolverine? Or is that too obvious? Nightcrawler. That's what I thought. He kind of looks, his Nightcrawler is small and, and Ollie is quick.
1: Yeah. Bamf. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. I think that'd have to be it. Like
2: a dude version of Jubilee. Okay. I think all she did was like light shows, though. Yeah. Hey, he's got the lights. Yeah, he yeah, got the lights. Yeah, yeah, there you yeah.
1: go. Whoa. Got my phone on my legs. Good job. Quick legs. Next, The Miz versus Elias. Shane comes down ringside with Elias. Elias uh, was rocking the uh, Stratocaster. Kind of did a song on the way to the ring, talking trash about Portland. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first fall is decided because Shane got involved. Miz is trying to do sort of, some sort of springboard thing. Shane grabs his leg, distracting The Miz. Miz turns his, t- his attention back to Elias, tries to do the springboard again. Elias hits him with a jumping knee and drift away win the first fall. Yeah. yeah, Miz instantly in a hole. Uh, then the Miz, for the second fall, hits the skull-crushing finale after uh, getting out of uh, uh, that powerbomb, that kind of electric chair powerbomb thing that Elias does. Uh, Shane runs in to break up the pin and starts beating on him. So the ref says, Miz wins second fall by DQ. Mm-hmm. And then Shane and Elias destroy the Miz all over the place. In the ring, uh, ringside, Miz, uh, Shane hits the spear on Miz. Um, and then the ref's like, yeah, cool, I'll ring the bell now. Yeah. Um, Elias goes to top rope, hits the elbow, pins Miz for the win. Big win for Elias. So, yeah, Miz, they really sold the Miz thing, too. Like, Miz, like, they come back from commercial, and he's still like, oh! Yeah. 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 They could yeah, have a more clever, interesting too. way to do this. Yeah. Rather than making it two out of three falls. Yeah. Have an elongated beat down before that's, the bell That's rings. the
2: thing, man. They need to get clever with this stuff. You can't just have, it just doesn't make any sense to have two, like two out of three falls match every episode. It doesn't make no. any sense.
1: No. See, the Dolph one you can get away with because you have a storyline justification for it. There's no storyline justification for it. Not this. really, no. Other than this Shane wants to... Especially,
2: dude, especially literally moments after Dolph said two out of three falls, yeah, Shane says, oh, it's great. Two yeah. out of three falls.
1: Yeah. So then after uh, winning the match, Shane and Elias walk up the ramp. They're like, no, nah, we're not done. Uh, they turn back around. Uh, Elias puts Miz in the corner. Shane hits coast to coast. Mm-hmm. Then they're content to walk away. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got the Finn Balor interview. Um, he was asked about uh, kind of being done with Andrade. Put Andrade over a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know who's next. In walks Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah,
2: and then he two suites. Restoring my faith in the two sweet Ricochet had it kind of shook a little bit. And the Good Brothers... But uh, yeah, man, Shinsuke, too sweet of the IC title. I'm back on board. Too sweet, of me brother.
1: Not gonna happen. Come
2: on, man, just one too sweet. No, okay, all right. Don't you swap my too sweet. Anyways, yeah, that's exciting. To be a real feud, gonna get Shinsuke that title for a little bit. No. Mmm. No. Probably right. No. Maybe. No. Mm mm. A little bit. No. And no. then the demon gets it back? Demon versus Shinsuke? I know no. we saw that
1: in NXT. Still, no, I have a hard time. That dude was demon all the time in NXT. We didn't see demon versus Shinsuke in NXT. They had one match. And it he was, was just man the man, friend. really? Yeah, it was on NXT TV, too. Cool. Well, you know,
2: on a takeover. Well, man, there you go. Kick it up a notch. I just say that because, like, I remember Shin, uh, Finn was, like, demon all the time in NXT. That dude would come out all the time. Well, like, the, at every takeover, yeah, he would, he like, was. cosplay
1: all the time, too. Remember? Yeah, they, for sure, at a takeover, he was demon paler. Or right, he was Jack the Ripper. Mm mm-hmm.
2: I think I've talked about that. That was a little yeah. weird, isn't it? Yeah. be like somebody here doing the gimmick of... Why, I think it's because like Jack the Ripper was like, nobody knew who he was. Yeah. So it was kind of a romanticized character. Kind of. Who used to kill poor... Prostitutes. You know, prostitutes. We don't really have that over here. I mean, there was a Green River Killer, but nobody really... He didn't have like a cool top hat or anything. BTK. Nobody knew who that guy was. Well,
1: I mean, you don't... Do we know for sure that Jack the Ripper wore a cool top hat? <laughs>
2: Every dude it was eighteen. No, like, I understand what, that 80s, was like standard dress at the did. time, but we
1: don't know that for sure. I'm sure
2: there were. Right. weren't there like some eyewitnesses and saw a dude in a top hat and like a cloak or a, so? Like, any any guy during that time period essentially? Yeah, that's what I'm of course he wore one. Why wouldn't he? If it was 1880s. That was like standard dress back then. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird, you know. Yeah, it's a little weird. <laughs> Like somebody here comes
1: out as, I don't know. Ted Bundy, essentially. <laughs> Ted Bundy, right. Yeah, that wouldn't happen. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. Uh, next. Oh, Nikki Cross versus Bailey. This was a fun match. Uh, we had a little picture-in-picture promo with Bailey before the match while she was making her entrance.
2: Her promos are so stiff. I know. But I kind of think that they're like... They're a bit more... I mean, they're still stiff, but they're a bit more grounded. I la- I really just appreciate that bailey has been... She hasn't been. They've 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 successfully pivoted from aw shucks,
1: yeah I know to, to uh, from happy to be there to
2: kind of hey, more how she was in yeah, NXT. Step to me, I'm gonna yeah whoop your ass, yeah. but you know I'm gonna hug people still. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that. Uh, but anyways, yeah, this is a this is a really fun match though. Um, and uh, Nikki Cross ended up getting the win. Yeah, with uh, there was like a series of uh, what was it, like crucifix pin attempts uh, towards the finish. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Nikki ended up getting a pinning combo. Yeah,
1: it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It was a good finish. Yeah. And then uh, Nikki was was beyond excited. Uh, she
2: started running around. She started running around in circles.
1: And uh, Bailey was like,
2: "Oh my god, I can't believe that just happened." Yeah.
1: She goes. Uh, Nikki goes over to the commentary booth, and, and Corey Graves is, is excited for her. And Nikki saying, "I need to tell Alexa." And Corey says, "Here, use my phone." Mm-hmm. And Nikki for a second tries to. Do that it's like I don't know Alexa's number and gives it back to him. Yeah, so it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fun. Some good character stuff. Uh, after that, Carmelo's backstage looking for our truth. She runs into Sonny DeVille and Mandy Rose. See a little bit of Rambling Rabbit in the background. Mm-hmm. And apparently, there was Huskis showed up uh, when Daniel Bryan Brian is getting ready. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't notice that till Twitter. Yeah. I didn't notice this one till Twitter. Yeah, right. I noticed this on Twitter before I even watched it. <clears throat> so they have a little bit of back and forth. Uh, eventually, our truth emerges from the penalty box. Yeah, he was hiding. That was pretty funny. Carmella, Carmella
2: gave like what seems her laugh when she's like a real like when she, it's just her. Yeah. is infectious. I know it's a cackle and I it's know. great.
1: It is great. Uh, J, uh, Drake Maverick walks in, says that truth has ruined his life, um, and then uh, <laughs>
2: this was this was so great. So he's like giving him, you know, he's like giving him the guilt trip, basically. You yeah. ruined my life, you know, and uh, and truth, you know, looks like oh man, you know, I I feel so bad alright, fine, get, go ahead and go get a ref. And he's like, really? He's like, yeah, go get a ref. There happened to be one like two feet away. Yeah. So he gets a ref and then R-Truth starts to act like he's going to lay down
1: and then he just says, psych! I love this title more than you love your wife! Arrivederci. <laughs> Arrivederci. <laughs> and, and runs off. Loser locker room pours out. Someone <laughs> drops oh my God. Drake with a forearm. Yeah. yeah oh, as they chase man. after R-Truth. It was pretty funny.
2: That was good, man. <laughs> psych! I love this title more than you love your wife. That's good. <laughs> I mean, dare she. Uh,
1: <laughs> Our truth is awesome. He really is. Uh, after that, we had Ember Moon versus Sonya Deville. Short match because Mandy Rose got involved. Uh, Ember is on the apron. Mandy kind of distracts her. And then Sonya shoves her into the ring post. And, man, did Ember sell that. Ember knows. She knows
2: how to do that and not, like, kill herself. I
1: know. You know? She looks like she hit hard. She, yeah.
2: Well, I think she just, like. Smacked it as hard as she could because yeah. she's a professional, yeah, and she should be
1: highlighted a lot more. Hell yeah, man! Those forums she was dropping uh, on Sonia were nasty, too. Yeah, um, anyways, so Sonia rolls rolls her back into the ring uh, from the apron and just pins her.
2: Yeah, she gets the win. And then there was like a moment between Sonia and Mandy that Where she
1: like reached out and touched her hair. Yeah, that was and different. so I
2: was one, like, I I don't know, I thought I was reading too much into it last week. When Mandy was giving Sonya a look, because hmm. she totally gave her a look at the end of that Ember Moon bit, and some a lot of people pointed it out, but I was like, oh, I don't know, I don't, I don't know if they're gonna do that. The hair thing was the hair thing was obvious. Yeah, that was they're going yeah. in a direction with that. Yeah, so that's a total wait and see right now. Yeah, <laughs> let's see, let's see how WWE's gonna handle that one. Uh, next up, but hey, you know what? Sonya Deville is terrific. She's awesome. She's yeah,
1: she's great. She's fantastic. After that, uh, Alistair Black promo. Uh, this almost seemed like this could be a, could have been a bit from Seinfeld. He's kind of pacing around his room. I liked it, man. I liked it. I thought it was,
2: you know, at first I was like, man, he is off the rails right now. He's had way too much Red Bull. Yeah. Uh, but then somebody on Twitter mentioned and he was like, you know, I kind of dig this. It's like a, something we haven't seen from Alistair before. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a new it's additional character stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'm yeah, that's good. I'm I'm glad. So that was cool. And yeah, so he was pacing around, and he says, nobody is fighting me, even though clearly I have my pants off, which I thought was the universal symbol for I want to fight you. It's like, no, Alistair, that's the universal symbol for I want to smash or I need to go do it number two. Mm -hmm. And so uh, somebody does.
1: Well, lights go off. Oh yeah, lights go off. Someone knocks, lights come back on. (laughs)
2: And then he just smiles and is like, Man, I've never seen him smile like that before. Yeah. So creepy. It was very creepy. And so but then we didn't find out who was behind the door. Do you think they know? Like you told me what the rumor was. Yeah. Do you think they know definitively who it's gonna be? No. Is the name that you gave me penciled in.
1: That's my understanding. Okay. Not of course pencil has an eraser.
2: (laughs) You can erase the pencil.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Uh, after that, our main event. uh, how come this match didn't happen in Stomping Ground? This was actually really fun.
2: Oh, this was a great match. This is—I mean, as much as I bitch about two out of three falls, holy crap, this is this a good two good out of three falls match. Good because
1: there was a, a sense of desperation, especially on Dolph's part, that wasn't there at stomping ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was an actual—I don't know—I felt like there was a real story here. Uh, so the first fall saw Dolph reverse a sunset flip from Kofi into his own pin, but then he grabs the ropes. Ref sees it, and so Dolph's like, "Hey, what are you making me break up the pin for?" And then while he's arguing with the ref. Kofi rolls him up. He wins the first fall. Um, then Dolph tosses Kofi to the floor, uh, hits the zigzag. Hey, commercial break. Restart the match. Yeah. We come back. And pretty quickly, Dolph wins the second fall after a super kick.
2: First time Kofi's been pinned since uh, being like champion, I think.
1: Since well before WrestleMania, yeah. Somebody noted that on Twitter. Yeah, I think since the uh, that second gauntlet match he I had. I think it was Sean Ross app. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. Takes a pin to Dolph. Interesting. Um, There's this great spot where uh, uh, Dolph goes for a Famouser, and then Kofi picks him up and does, like, a spinning powerbomb. Yeah. I've never seen him do. That was really cool. It was awesome. There's so many moments, especially the third fall, where there was a lot of creativity. They are doing interesting stuff that we hadn't seen from either of them during the whole course of this feud. And I was like, where was this during Stomping Grounds?
2: I know. At Stomping Grounds, it was all like they they were trying to – they had zero chemistry at Stomping Grounds, and here they had all the chemistry. I wonder if
1: because whomever produced this match said, oh, this is the story we're going to do. And they're both like, oh, that could be. This isn't, why are we it having doesn't this, really play to our this type of match? Yeah. You know, this is like a host battle you're making us do here. Yeah, right, yeah. And I don't know what it is, but it seems like f- far too often in cage matches, the default is physical and plotting. Mm-hmm. Instead of letting wrestlers, especially as athletically gifted as Dolph and Kofi, use do a surround, use the cage in yeah. interesting and creative ways. Yeah, I think maybe the default is just
2: cage as weapon, as opposed to cage as another dimension of space that they can mm-hmm. use mm-hmm. to do cool stuff. Mm-hmm. That could be.
1: That could be. Anyways, the the finish was really cool. Um, uh, so Kofi evades a super kick. Dolph evades trouble in paradise he responds directly with another super kick attempt. Kofi catches it, spins Dolph around, hits Trouble in Paradise for the win. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a, that was an awesome
2: little finishing sequence because it was like, yeah, he tries to hit it like twice I think mm-hmm. before he actually gets mm-hmm. it and it was really cool. Yeah. So yeah, no, like you said, it was actually a pretty stellar pretty stellar
1: match. Especially that third fall was really good because mm-hmm. the moments of desperation from Dolph, they did some good close-ups of him where he was you know, he realized this is his last chance, essentially. Yeah, and he was actually portraying that with his face, with his face, projecting that acting performance, acting performance. Yeah. Anyways, would you like to look at the television? Yeah, let's do questions. All right, let's look at. Let's look at. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Joshua Martinez says, "I was there. First dark match was Buddy versus Ali." <laughs> oh hopefully, cool Hopefully we'll see that On Smackdown live television At some point Zach Hughes 94 I hate to ask this But is wrestling At its lowest popularity In years I've never seen WB cover up seats before Until this past weekend And the following Raw um, They've been doing it For a little while uh, In terms of like uh, At least for the last Couple of years most More often than not For at least the Raws we've been to mm-hmm. They've tarped off The upper deck Yeah That golden one
2: I don't know I mean if you look at you I look. still think the
1: like popularity of it was way lower maybe in the mid 90s.
2: Oh god, it's not even comparable. Yeah, I don't think it's even I don't think it's comparable. I think that I mean they've got over 2 million people watching the WWE network mm-hmm. or that have the WWE network. They they've reached that goal. I think there's a lot of indications that wrestling can be popular. I mean, I, if you look at the kind <clears> of <throat> if you look at the success across a variety of metrics for even non-WWE stuff, mm-hmm. I think the popularity of wrestling is in a pretty good spot. And I think that WWE could actually easily turn it around yeah. with a good couple months of, of good creative. I think that people would come back to it. Mm-hmm, I mean, we've mm-hmm. seen, we've literally just seen through, you know, the community tadpoles, polls anecdotally, you know, the popularity of WWE's product right now is on the wane, but I don't think it's anything they can't get out of. Mm-hmm. They're just in a really weird spot. Be it mm-hmm. Vince going crazy or they're just, second-guessing themselves and freaking out over this SmackDown on Fox thing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But, I mean, if you take a look at, in wrestling in general, if you take a look at the enthusiasm of something like All Elite with their ticket sales, you know, selling out, blah, 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 I think that the popularity of wrestling is, is pretty decent right now. hmm But, I mean, like anything, you know, they, they say it's, it's a cyclical business. Yep. Um maybe we're in a down period right now. I kind of just feel like their creative is bad and people tune out. People yep. will tune in or tune out based on creative. That's yep. the bottom if, line.
1: Uh, you know, match, good matches will can entertain people. Mm-hmm. But if there's not a storyline to actually really make them care about the outcome of the match, then people t- seem to just not really care. Not and be it's, invested.
2: It, it's funny because the whole thing with Seth, which is hilarious and the kind of, fires it's drying out in people i guess yeah uh on both sides of it it it, it would be a non-issue if like you know all, all we want is some good writing that's exactly that, that's it exactly. we just want some good writing we know you all can wrestle really well yeah we know you're good at wrestling yeah we get that yeah but give us give us some stories yeah, to it make us scary to,
1: to to generate some real like, interest
2: 205 live there i mean w look ww literally does this with, like, NXT 205, and 205 NXT, to a degree NXT UK. Oh, they still need to get their mm-hmm. their business together. And then uh, even on main event, they tell long-term stories on main event. Yep. So I, it's just it's just a matter of them. They have all the—I think it's they have all this money writing on TV, and then you have the other X Factor of, like, the Saudi Arabia deals— which they want to be on Fridays. Yeah. And you have to figure all this stuff out. And you've got a massive writing staff. And there's such a spotlight on these, on mainly Raw and then SmackDown also now. I think there's a lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And they're just trying to figure it out and stumbling along the way. Mm-hmm. And we're, we just see it because we overanalyze everything. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. So... Uh, Greg Morris, once Triple H takes over, what's the first of Vince's ideas that gets changed immediately? I think that it is the lack of continuity between NXT uh, NXT uh, characters and how they're brought up to main roster. I think I don't think we're going to see renames coming from NXT to the main roster. I think that those call ups are going to be inherent to story. I think that's going to be the main one of the main first main things that changes. I think call-ups are going to matter.
1: I don't think Triple H really cares if wrestling happens during commercial breaks or not.
2: You're probably right about that. You're probably right.
1: Or at least uh, the, the show, the segments of the show will be broken down to accommodate commercial breaks in a fairly organic way. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Ralston, Vince should just rewatch old WWE for inspiration. I don't know. There's a lot of bad in the past, too. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think I think there's some recent WWE that he can. I mean, I, I always go back to that the episode with the uh, when they debuted Finn Balor at the mm-hmm. draft. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go back to what they were doing then, you're sort of at that time you were leading into the Charlotte Sasha Banks storyline mm-hmm. when they were main eventing. I think there's there's a lot of stuff in the recent in recent history to appreciate. You know, just go back to that. Just I just, I think there's there's a level of just overdoing things. Yeah. you know? They have a,
1: a way of doing things these days that they kind just, of suck all the drama out of They need
2: to just simplify. Things. Yeah. That's it. Just simplify, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Wrestling runs
1: during the commercials. If something cool happens, show us a replay. Yeah. Or find creative ways to uh, not have wrestling during commercial breaks. Mm-hmm. Just don't, with, you know, like in a ham-fisted manner, make everything a two out of three falls match. Uh, Dylan Haggett, uh Undertaker takes phone calls through his mind. Oh, wow. Interesting. So he has a chip implanted? I think he
2: just means like his supernatural abilities oh, allows him to pull. I feel like that's two different signs. things. There's
1: technology and there's supernatural stuff, and they don't, they don't, they don't not necessarily not in that, in that manner. No, but here's the thing: he uses a SIM card in his head. No, here's,
2: here's this is what it could be. You take technology out of it, he knows that Roman Reigns is on the phone because he can get into Roman Reigns' head. He's had a match with Roman Reigns, so now he has so mind, like a mind meld with him. Mind meld? He knows when he's on the phone. He's not picking it. up the
1: phone. I didn't hear him say remember <laughs> at any point during the match. Right, but we weren't there in the front row. But we watched it back afterwards. Yeah. I didn't see any mind meld happen.
2: Well I didn't hear half them call remember. you know call spots either. You know, maybe Sud <laughs> Slam. Also remember. Remember. remember.
1: Uh, Dylan again. Uh, hmm. The Hell in the Cell pay per view isn't happening this year. Let me confirm.
2: When did it happen last year? October, September, October. Uh, let's see here. Jimmy Thomas here in Discord says Ali's new gimmick is the gentrifier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wang says, uh, "Which jobber to the stars do you think is in a worse predicament now? Miz jobbing to the heels or Elias jobbing to the faces?" I don't think Miz is a jobber to the stars. No,
1: he his losses are intent on building to another match with uh, with Shane.
2: Yeah. Elias is he's he's a, one of the bigger names that's sort of there to take pins.
1: Yeah. Elias is. Well, right now there's no October pay-per-view on the schedule apparently. Cuz you have Clash of Champions September 15th, which was supposed to be here. Not anymore. Oh, so. really? They changed it? When yeah. did they change that? That was just like recently. recently. Oh, wow. It's in Charlotte now. And then the next uh, Saudi show is scheduled for November, November 1st. And there's no October pay-per-view scheduled. That I can tell.
3: Hmm.
2: So they took away Clash of Champions
1: from us. Maybe we'll get Hell in a Cell. <laughs> those, those bastards. Uh, I've never, I
2: don't think I've ever seen a
1: Hell in a Cell match live. I don't think I have either. Dylan again. Uh, hey, guys. Have either of you bought Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled? And if not, will you? Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled? Is that a WCW uh, wrestling game? A Be racing cool. game? Be cool if it was. No. It's Crash Bandicoot. Oh, I don't care about that stuff. So I guess the answer is no, you won't. Probably not. Uh, Rob Too Cool. Power rank five NXT superstars Events will love. Damien Priest. Damien Priest. Br- look at him. He's so tall. And look at the sound of that voice. Never have him talk.
2: That Damien Priest, good. that's good.
1: I think he really likes Shayna. Uh,
2: Meltzer seems to think that he's that, that no, he's not weird. into Shayna.
1: That'd be weird then.
2: Well, Vince likes like Lacey Evans. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. So, Aaliyah then. Ha, <laughs> ha! Or Vanessa Bourne. Vanessa Bourne. Vanessa Bourne. Vanessa Bourne. Um, uh, oh, Forgotten Sons. You think he's going to like the Forgotten Sons? Yeah, man. He'll definitely like Jackson, right? Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. That's That's a certainty. You think he'll like Matt Riddle? I don't know. Matt Riddle's one of those dudes who puts on really good matches. I know. So I think Vince will appreciate him once that happens.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
2: And then wasn't there a thing that said that he was being encouraged to talk crap about Goldberg? Yeah.
1: Or at least not dissuaded from doing it.
2: Yeah. Um. Oh. Oh. Vince is going to love Bogenhagen.
1: Yeah, probably. <laughs> Oh my god! Ah, That's such good. That's such good shit. Uh, Let's see
2: here. Cool. Drawing a blank.
1: Uh, uh, Alex Foster and Kayfabe. When a superstar says they spoke to management in the back, is there a chance that they're just lying in order to make it seem like they've gotten themselves a match? Yeah. What is the process for Let's go to the whiteboard and erase what was on there and write what they want?
2: Well, if you if I'm in the ring and you come out and say a promo said, "Hey Steve, I got somebody in the back. Say we got a match." What's then my recourse for double checking that's true? You go to the whiteboard. Yeah, but I'm out there, and I'm like, oh, I got well, to respond. If I respond to the affirmative. I'm stuck in that match. What if I get back there and I'm like, it's on the whiteboard. Well, you already confirmed that you we're doing it. Well,
1: that's it. why you, you, you don't say anything. Kofi uh-huh. didn't say anything, I don't think. Didn't he? I don't think so. Maybe he did. I remember him, I remember him just <laughs> kind just of being stood, going like, He just stood there right, like a, like an NPC. Right. Yeah. No, I think he was talking the New Day, but he didn't actually say anything to the mic, but could be wrong. Yeah. Um, no, what you should do would be like, and then go to the back and check. <laughs>
2: that's the least amount of drama.
1: Well, say. Get on the phone. Hold on, I want to double-check this. Well, we'll see about that. I'm going to go backstage, look at the whiteboard, and talk to you. Did you Triple give H. Dolph a
2: match with me? Well, I want to not have that match.
1: They just said we don't
2: have the they match. said we don't
1: have to have it now. Yeah. Because I said I don't want it.
2: I'm pretty sure you can just lie your way into a match, and everything probably, will be cool. Probably. you get what you want.
1: People get caught up in the action, so yeah. probably. Uh, Zach Sigmund, is it me, or did that Alistair Black promo sound like it was written for Kenny Omega? Kenny Omega? Well, somebody.
2: Do you think that right. there's like... Pages and pages of Kenny Omega dialogue that they had written thinking oh, they were going to get them.
1: Maybe that could be.
2: Uh,
1: uh, Four inch Fox. Is this uh, all that SmackDown Live and Raw will be now? Copy and paste. Uh,
2: maybe. Greg Morris says, present feelings aside, how will Dolph be remembered when he retires? 10 years from now, what are we going to remember about Dolph Ziggler? Solid worker,
1: quality mid-carter uh overstate is welcome overstate is welcome slightly uh he will go in the Hall of Fame and his speech will go on third. He is not a headliner though no. <laughs> his speech will go on third exactly. Yeah uh glorious
2: Steve Cl- he might be he might be one of the most decorated wrestlers not to be a headliner. Maybe I could see that as being the case
1: uh Rob too cool asks what is your favorite non-title uh takeover match? First one comes to mind is Gargano, Alistair Black. Oh, that was man. so good, so good, that was so good. Matt Riddle versus Roger I Strong. I love those kind of matches,
2: man. It was Really good. Too. That's like that was one of my favorite matches from. I might like it. part of me kind of wanted to put it on our best of ma- best matches list. I love those kind of matches. They're just which one? Uh, Riddle Strong. Oh yeah. They just feel, and the same thing with Gargano Black. Yeah,
1: your priority. They're yeah. so underrated. Yeah. But because they don't really do much flashy, yeah. they just kill each other out there. I love that stuff. Alistair wasn't champ in his match against Velveteen Dream, was he? Not yet. No. no he that was, was a good too. Two. That was out. Yeah, the
2: storytelling for that one was just Top impeccable. notch. Top notch. I love those kind
1: of matches. Yeah, me too. Uh, Steve Klain, hey, friendos. How would Undertaker describe Manscaped? Oh, man. You know...
2: Being a professional wrestler for 53 years now, there's one thing that I can't stand. When people backstage want to shake my hands, and it's obvious that they've recently touched their unhygienic ball skin. So I offer them up lawnmower 2.0 technology, <laughs> skin safe tech. Yeah. yeah. Right? And uh, Not to mention,
1: you're down there about to take a power bomb, and it smells like damn it. Use Crop Preserver.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't want, while you're taking the last ride, I don't want my nose to be taking the last ride through the shit stream of the River Stygian. That is your crotch. (laughs) That's your nasty crotch. They also send you a pack of ball wipes, which you can take to your taint as well, so you don't taint my face with butthole smells.
1: Uh, MHPW champion Joe hey friendos is Roman still side with SmackDown yeah he hasn't been on three weeks jeez he is a SmackDown superstar that's not on the show none of it man did it so
2: did did anybody actually say wild card last night
1: no I don't think so if
2: they did it was like very quick and I don't remember it like they're definitely not harping on that it's yeah, just yeah, done yeah. like that it's done the brand splits over mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's over it's done <laughs> went out with a whimper uh, Gary MacArthur, what is the face you make when Shane opens the show? What's this? And then? Ziggler interrupts a promo. <sighs> uh, Cole said, yells wild card rule. <laughs> it's like somebody farts in my face. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, no. Patrick, hey friend, as I'll be at next week's SmackDown sporting my Chicago flag going in Raw oh, shirt, nice. hard camera side. Keep nice. an eye out. we Will do, Patrick. I love it. Thank you, Patrick. Uh, There's the, the bottom. bottom.
2: How should our truth be cast in Steven Larson's book? Good, Larson, question. good quote, question. Good question. Yeah, you got
1: to stay tuned and yeah. watch and yeah. find out. Uh, let's see here. Um Rich. How much more does WB need to change direction when they, I guess, the crowd chants "No more Shane" during yeah, that Fall was, Number Three? That was a really loud missed. chant.
2: Yeah, that was a pretty, that was a pretty loud chant. Um, I mean, yeah, they, they, uh, they obviously need to do something there, man. Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Max Zero. Do you guys think we're ever going to get a backstage segment where we see the twenty four seven title just change hands in the background? Well, that'd be funny. I think it could have been interesting during the AJ Club segment on Raw as it puts even more emphasis on the anytime aspect of the belt.
2: I really hope the belt stays around for a while because I think then they'll be able to play around with things like that. <coughs> mm-hmm. um, I think it would be funny. Get more into a DDT Pro, but I think they're doing a really good job with it right now. Yeah, uh,
1: Blake Whitehouse, what would you guys rather eat at a cookout,
2: ribs or... Pulled pork. I'm a big, much bigger fan of ribs. I'm not a huge, I know you're a big pulled pork guy. Pulled pork's
1: great if it's done right.
2: I'm not like a huge fan of that. Ribs, I'm a big, big
1: fan of. So for me, it's ribs all day long. Yeah, it's probably ribs. Yeah. I feel like the margin for error with ribs, like it's easy to get overcooked them or dry them out as opposed to pulled pork. I I
2: like kind of exclusively get them. I like the last couple of times it's just been like when my dad makes them because I know that I'm going in for a stellar experience.
1: Yeah. I think I asked him for my birthday last year. You're going to miss out on making some on 4th of July. Or uh Super Bowl. It was the Super Bowl. Slow cooked on the I saw. So I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I get my temperature where I want it. 225, four hours is all you need to do. Uh, let's see here. Well, Chris Coffee, which is the bigger dream match. Tanahashi
2: versus Cena. Or a bullet club leader, fatal four way. It's got to be Tana versus Cena, right? Yeah, I think so. That's got to be the bigger match. It'd be
1: Finn, AJ, Kenny, Kenny,
2: Jay White. Uh, I know. Uh, yeah, who? Yeah, who is? Tomatonga. It's got. I mean, Thomas. He's the freaking leader. Yeah, I know. He's the
1: leader. Who would that fourth person be, though? Yeah, it'd be probably Tomatonga. Uh, just Lucas. Uh, the demise of the brand split has killed SmackDown too predictable and more of Raw light. Will the Fox move make it better or worse? It kind of has to make it different at least because Foxing could be cool with a bunch of Raw recaps on it. No way. Yeah, they're not gonna be down with that. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, I'm.
2: I'm very curious. October is gonna be a very, very crazy month for wrestling. Yep. It's going to be crazy. It is. It's saying complete. What the heck's going on? I don't know. Anyways. All right. Well, uh, what do we got coming up for Overrun today? Not sure yet. All right. We'll figure it (laughs) out. We do have chat trivia today. We have chat trivia. That's right. And I'm starting to send out a lot of these chat trivia prizes. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So I got to ask for some. Crap, I didn't bring them. I really need to ask for some addresses. Anyways, thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye.